is a strange thing, Hope. It's funny how even in the darkest of moments you want to find it. You want confirmation that it's not as bad as you think it might be, and you anticipate that something amazing or miraculous might happen to save you. When George was diagnosed as being terminal, we were hysterical, broken and dazed, but the bubble that was hope quickly resurfaced. It was completely inexplicable. Maybe it was because the whole situation we'd found ourselves in didn't feel real. It's strange how you can be told something so devastating, cry your eyes out, barely be able to speak, then pull yourself together and walk into your house and drink a cup of tea. When George found out he was terminal, he didn't feel well, but we also knew he wasn't going to die that afternoon. He was tired, he was suffering from cold-like symptoms and back pain, but he wasn't bed-bound. Even though he was desperately uncomfortable, he wasn't dying. Not yet, anyway. They say that seeing is believing. This was the case in the first few days after we were acquainted with the news that death was coming. To be told that your best friend is going to die from the disease that has taken up residence in his body is surreal. To then have to go home, put your boys to bed, and still have the opportunity to watch your favourite TV show together is surreal. However selfish it sounds, it immediately leads you to question your own mortality. We all know that we're going to die. It's the only certainty over life, however scary it is to hear. And that evening I found myself wondering what I was really so scared about anyway. In those first few days, I remember trying to convince myself that until something really dramatically altered, nothing had really changed. We were both going to die before cancer had shown up. So why was I so scared now? He wasn't going to die just yet. He still seemed sort of alright and was okay. Simply speaking, this was my way of surviving. I would tell myself that yes, George is sick, but he'd mostly been sick for the last ten months of our lives together. Being sick had somehow become the new normal, and I was used to living with it now. Maybe he could be the person who would live with incurable cancer for longer than anyone else. I truly believed that anything was possible where George was concerned. That was what I hoped. So we went home. We organised with the hospital to start more chemo. We were optimistic that it might buy him an incredible amount of time. We were hopeful that it might give us more time than it's brought any human in the world ever. We miraculously hoped that in the time George responded to his treatment, science would find a cure for cancer. That way, we could still live our happily ever after not be as terminal as the doctors thought. And so we desperately clung to our fairy tale because we didn't know what else to do. At this time, I remember George sitting in his pyjamas in our living room eating chocolate and seriously talking about having his liver resected again. He wanted the cancer to be chopped out. He wanted to be cut open and cured in a way that no one else had ever experienced before. Wouldn't it be amazing, he said, as his animated face took away from his insipid colour and drawn-in cheeks if I could be the person to defy odds and science. I desperately wanted to subscribe to every madcap idea he had. I desperately wanted to believe that there was something somewhere that maybe we hadn't yet discovered that could help us. Somewhere in my heart, I just believed that this had to be true. I believed in him, which made me believe in hope. Our daily reality quickly became talking about how George might defy death as we bounced into a TV episode of Grand Designs. Whilst watching, we talk about what we might have for tea, 
this would be something he could eat that would potentially soothe his stomach pain. The everyday mundane juxtaposed next to life and death conversations became a beacon of comfort, and every additional night that George got to kiss the boys to sleep allowed our hope to burn brighter. We appreciated each moment, each memory, even though we were absolutely petrified as to what may or may not be ahead.